Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 32 of the Fresher and Parlance Show. This is uh, Fresher over here. And this is Parlance, as it says right there. Right there. Yeah, mine over here. Click the link right here. Yeah. There's no link. There's no link. And today, we will be performing live on air the ALS Bucket Challenge. Yeah, Bucket Challenge, or... Let's see. Yeah. Oh, I have a bucket right here, actually. Uh, I'm not performing a bucket challenge. Oh, that needs to be like one of the built-in effects, like, oh! Yeah. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the water later. Speaking of bucket challenges, did you see in the ironic story of the week, the, uh, the guy, one of the co-creators of the ALS bucket challenge drowned? Oh, I didn't see. I saw just something... I stopped clicking on the bucket link, so like I saw some people drown, but that's more ironic that it's was a founder guy. Yeah, it's like the Segway CEO dying because he drove his Segway off a cliff. What? Yeah, true also, story. Also, like, did that actually raise any money? It doesn't seem like it did. It's uh, raised something like uh, I believe uh, fifteen million dollars. What? Really? Yeah. I would just be excited for the. The YouTube advertising on my video if I had a popular one. Right. Uh, for sure. I would not donate that. <laughs> yeah, so right now, yeah, so right now, everyone, please send in your donations. Uh, we accept Bitcoin. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, they're coming in fast. <laughs> you better get your Bitcoins in while they last. Yeah, wh- yeah, while they're still... Um, while they're uh, still hot. Yeah, I want, I want, like, what's, I want a bit, I want a mega Bitcoin. I, like, printed some Bitcoins. But they're all at, at my desk. I don't have any here. So it's uh, pretty exciting. Um, uh, we, uh, we had our first ever Fresher and, and Parlance barbecue. We did. We barbecued. Yeah. I, so, was, uh, uh, I was pretty hungover then, Sam. We invited all of our fans out. Yeah. Yeah, to come. And uh, a bunch of people, you know, got and together. It turned out to be... Pretty much like the show. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I was telling some people about the barbecue, and they were saying they didn't know if they'd be able to handle being in a barbecue with internet celebrities. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That is true. At least, you know, one internet celebrity, I think you could, you could handle. Two. Yeah, it's like, but you got the combo here, you know. Yeah. We should have, frankly, we should have just did a show at that point and put it in the can just for an emergency. An emergency show? Yeah, an emergency show. We should show. just do a barbecue show sometime. Oh, summer's almost over, though. Summer is almost over. It's terrible. A barbecue show would be pretty cool. Um, so uh, that, I guess that's the start of our week. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, you, you had a much better week than I had. You had lots of exciting stuff happen. So I, I'm, I mean, I did some stuff. I'm just throwing it right at you. I, I already talked about what I did. I yeah, went I, to, uh, I went to a, my friend's... Beer festival that was pretty cool. That they had 31 specifically Northwest beers, and there was only beers that he had been to the brewery. And so, like, uh, we did like it was regular beer fest where you drink. I think it's like three ounces or what. I don't know. You know, the little cups. But I had 31 of them. I was pretty, uh, pretty sloshed. But uh, it was they were all super good. I made a paper with ratings for all of them. People recently, a couple of my friends have been into the uh, the untapped app where you check into your beer. 
But uh, I was too lazy to do it. I mean, after the first couple beers, like it's just like so much effort to check in. Even though I am into checking into uh, locations personally. Speaking of uh, checking, grammar checking, uh, Thomas Root came back at us with a tweet right now, and he used a semicolon. I mean, does it get any more obnoxious than that, a semicolon? <laughs> I'm a fan of the semicolon, actually. Uh, I'm a fan of the semicolon, but it's it's a bit... If you're going to... if Of all the punctuation, by far the most snobbiest. It is. It, it, I would definitely agree with that. Recently, I've really been into the tildes also. Oh, tildes? What are you... Are, because you were speaking a lot of Spanish? No, just because I think it, like... It's kind of like a pseudo yell. It's kind of like an exclamation mark, except for that you're doing it quietly. Wait, a tilde like the little squiggly? Yeah, the squiggly. Like if I said like um, like if I said hey, if I wrote hey tilde, like if I wrote hey, I would assume that someone would read it like hey, and if I wrote hey with an exclamation mark, I'd assume that someone would read it hey, and if I wrote hey with a tilde on it, I would assume someone would read it like hey. <laughs> All right. Well, with the tilde, if I saw it, I would. I wouldn't read. I would be like, "Is that a typo?" Really? Yeah, I wouldn't think. Hey. But it's like you know, drawn out. It's like having a dash, except for more like character. But it's only. It's just like one little doo doo, one little like squiggly. Yeah, it's just like yeah. It's like putting in a couple extra Y's, except for like shorter than that. And FYI, when you say "Hey!" exclamation point in chat to me, I don't think it goes "Hey." What I think is, hey! Like well, yeah. Like, dude! Uh, yeah. Like, more like a dude! Yeah, that's true. That's true. But still, that's not what I was going for with the tilde. That's why I like that one better. So you're like, hey! Yeah, pretty much. You're like a, you're like a, you're like a, a, a hairstylist. Or hey! it, it doesn't have to have the, the, you know, the thing. It can just be like, hey! When was just like a... a, a more quiet, prolonged. Anyways, enough about punctuation. No, no, no. I'm just curious. This is the fun. We'll just go in there. We got to go into it. We hit it. We got to touch yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, there's also the whole ha thing, right? Wait, 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 wait. When would you ever go, hey? Like, what would ever, why would you ever want to do that? That's what I would always do. Hey. I mean, actually, I do that at work. If uh, the, I feel like my number one uh, greeting for people in all situations is just to say yo, and uh, usually I prolong it like yo, and that would be a tilde. Okay, all right. I'm gonna make a mental note of this. Yeah, I mean you can listen. I use them. I feel like my speaking and uh, punctuated typing are very similar. So, quick question: Is the tilde with the at the end of it, is that an actual grammatical grammatical thing? No, I don't thing? think so. Okay, so that's like a putting in the smiley or something. All right, so we're 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 forging ahead here, a new territory. <laughs> we're creating rules. You're creating rules. Yeah, no, I, I am. Well, I'm creating like that's how I want people to read it, and I think that they would, just like they would read like a smiley face or something. Okay, all right, there we go. <laughs> Tom, uh, uh, Tom's mentioning that um, he thinks that's a topic for after thirty-one beers, but I think it's a perfectly legitimate. Sober topic. What is semicolons? Talking about tildes. Tildes. I think I, I after thirty one beers, I'm not sure there's much of a conversation at all, right? I uh, know. I mean, that's I was I went out to a to a club after that too. Well, yeah, so. but wouldn't most of the conversations after thirty one be like worse thirty two? Uh, yeah. Let's see. What was I talking about? I don't know. I had several 
several other conversations. Oh, all right. Pretty, I mean, that's it was a lot, but it wasn't thirty. It was basically like six full beers. Because it's yeah. a little beers, you know. Yeah, because we did the math. We did the math. Yeah, working out the. Because some of them were big pours or whatever, but yeah, they were all super good. And only like five people drank all of them, and I was one of them. I was one of the finishers. And what did you win? Anything? I did. I won like a, like a, Rolodex thing. A paper Rolodex. Are you wearing a pinky ring right now? No, I was just playing with a piece of Velcro. Oh, I was gonna say because that's. I'm a uh, I'm a finicker. I might have to banish you from the show if there was a pinky ring on your. I finger. put it on my pinky, but it was a temporary pinky ring. <laughs> but you don't you don't have any other stuff that's going on? No, I I mean it was it was seriously it was a pretty slow. I mean I did. Oh, I take that back. I take that. Did you do any stuff in your with your plants or fishing? I, went, I did. I didn't go fishing. I did go to the Sounders game last night, and we had a special guest appearance from Mr. Tom Brew himself. Oh, that's one awesome. That's exciting. Yeah, so uh, he was there with his son. I met his son, uh, lovely chap. Goes goes to the goes to the university. He's I guess they have a quarter system there, so he's on break right now. Nice. And uh, then. Uh, he, uh, Tom, and his son were sitting by the crazies over in that area where they're jumping and singing the whole time. You know, is that like about? King's Court, or is that like that's... no, that's Felix. That's yeah. the that's the Mariners thing. No, it's sort of like that, but way more intense. Way more intense. It's the one by the band or whatever. Yes, it's, and then the one like uh, Drew Carey or whatever still own part of it. Yeah, he's a part owner. So does he still like go there and stuff? No idea. Because I've heard that's why they have that band. I no, I don't, like, I, required them to have a band. It's possible. I mean, it's fun. It's cool. I've only been to one game, so... I'm yeah, not so, a, a soccer connoisseur, as uh, people might know from previous episodes. True facts. True facts. So, um, he sat with his son by the crazies, and then we had two seats uh, by us that were free. Um, yeah. We went, went with something who had, like, five... They have, like, five season tickets. That's pretty awesome. Two of them didn't show... So uh, we were on pretty much on midfield, so very good seats, like like up enough to see the whole field. And, what, what was the score? Uh, it was a raucous one-one tie. Ooh, tie. Tie. Isn't that like half a point or something. One point. Oh. And the guy who scored the goal was the Chris Wondolowski, the guy who had the sh- open shot on net in the World Cup in US for USA. Oh, really? Yeah. It was one of the, like the World Cup people. There was like maybe uh, I think three at one point three or four players from the U.S. team on the field. You mean from the Sounders? Two of them on the Sounders: Chris Yedlin, or not yet, not Chris. Uh, I forget his first name. Something Yedlin, yeah. uh, and then uh, Dempsey, Clint Dempsey, and then on the other team was Wondolowski. And I think Brad uh, Brad Evans might have been on the team, but he didn't travel with the team. I think he might have been injured or something. Huh. Um, there may have been one other person on the other team, not sure, but three I know for sure were playing at the same time. Cool. So, uh, and obviously, uh, Dempsey, Clint Dempsey's the, uh, a star for the, the U.S. team, and the Sounders, so. Nice. So I anyway. Never, I, never, I never heard of him before. So he came and sat with us for the second half of the game, and, you mean uh. Clint Dempsey? No, I wish. That would have been cool. Uh, no, he, he was playing. Wouldn't we lose then? Tom Brew. Tom Brew. No, I would win, though, and that's all I care about. I'm selfish. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so he sat with us, uh, and then they left, and they took a bus home. 
And I think he said it took him like two hours to get home because of the crowds. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And when you do the crowd thing, like that's what always happens. So I, I, I know you've been. So I've been doing a lot of uh, read, watching a uh, not watching, listening to a lot of podcasts about stand-up comedy, and yeah. uh, I trying to get get my funny on. My, yeah. But I'm yeah. You had some uh, good jokes earlier in the week. Not really. Uh, also not very good jokes. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> that's what makes them good. They're just so bad. Uh, yeah. But well, you, no, I mean, so, like. I liked my uh, one about the was it a tomato and a I know it was a frog and a pastor and a rabbi. No, it was like a that. fish. Fish. That was a, a fish. A fish, a priest, and a rabbi into a bar. Yeah, that was it. But what was the punchline? That's the joke. Oh. Yeah, that was my punchline. Yeah. It was just set up. <laughs> my joke was like, what do you call um? Uh, what do you call rich rich fish? Uh, oh, guppies, right? That was the yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. Not really. Yeah. Um, speaking of comedy, though. Speaking of comedy, you've been talking about uh, a couple things, a couple shows you're going to. You yeah, up. there's a, a Louis C.K. and Sarah Silverman and um, Dimitri Martin and all of them are going to be here. Like I think in two weeks, I just got tickets. It's going to be exciting. And Aziz Ansari or whatever. I can never say his name, but that's exciting. I've never seen any of them. And? on one spot. Actually, I did see Dimitri Martin once. That Aziz guy sat next to me at uh, the Gorge when I was at the, the Sasquatch Festival. Really? Directly next to you? Did you talk to him? No. He was with friends, but they were, we were in that VIP area on the hill there, and he was in that area with us. He was performing because they have a comedy tent. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty exciting. I didn't talk to him though. I didn't even take a picture of him. This was prior was to. Was it like super awkward? Like you were trying to pretend like you didn't notice it was like a famous guy? Well, I didn't even know he was. I didn't. I just only recognized him, and I didn't. I wouldn't have known. He, I didn't watch Parks or Rack. I didn't know his stand up or anything. This was like maybe even before he kind of was like super popular. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's pretty cool. Which brings me to uh, in that comedy den, I saw Tim and Eric. Yeah, they're coming to town also the week after next. I mean, right. like a week after. Right, so that's... I haven't got tickets for that yet, but I'm, I'm hoping to. With Steve Brule. Yeah, that... This is my... I may... I don't know. I haven't, I haven't brought it up yet with the family, but I may have to go because Steve Brule rules. Yeah. Well, you got to find out by Monday because that's when I'm going to go get the tickets. I know. It's that Steve Brule, his YouTube videos or whatever. The, I, are they from the show? Uh, he did stuff. He's from Tim and Eric's uh, awesome show, Great Job, originally. But then he had his own, uh, like, shoot off or whatever. And yeah, he had his own show for, like, a while. It was pretty good. It's very good. I think he's a very funny actor, so. Yeah, no, he's pretty cool. I like that guy. So, uh, also, salmon season. I guess that is a fishing story, but it's coming soon, September 1. <laughs> I thought I thought you were already been catching salmon. No, no salmon caught. Huh? I tried. Was I was like, should, there was a season. There, there's always seasons like in and out, in and out, and whatever. But yeah, I haven't caught one. You're talking about uh, maybe fishing this weekend, and like, um, you're talking about like rockfish. Do they explode? You can't fish them because they explode. That's crazy. No, so um, rockfish essentially there's some restrictions on it. Um, 
when they when you are fishing and targeting them at extreme depth, yeah, there are uh, when they you bring them up because the pressure is so different down at there because they're at the bottom. Yeah, they kind of like depressurize. So when you th- kind of like th- they're dead as soon as you bring them out of the water, effectively after you've brought them up a certain amount, they're dead. So they re- they don't really allow you to do like certain bottom fishing even for other species because of the possibility of catching a somewhat uh, you know rare or near uh, you know more threatened. How could you even tell though? I mean, you can't tell until you pull it up what kind of fish you have. Right. So that's why they say don't fish at the bottom at these certain depths at all. Oh, oh, that's oh yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so they get pressure. They get the deep pressure, and you pull them up. They they get depressurized. Some people say, "Oh, you can like puncture a hole in them or whatever, and like release the pressure." Yeah. But like you're killing them anyway. I mean. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Someone was eating it and said it was super tasty, though. Yeah. So hopefully, I'll catch one or two or ten and chop them up and eat them. Is ten the limit? Ten is the limit per person. Hmm. Interesting. So Uh, yeah, that should. That could be fun. Could be fun, could be delicious, or it could be boring with no fish at all. Well, yeah, that's that's more... I mean, I'm not totally subscribed to that view, but that's more my view of uh, fishing, I guess. <laughs> all right, so let's just get on to kind of the... Some stuff. Yeah, some stuff. So I had a flashback. Oh, I, have a, I do have, a, I have one story. Oh, yeah, your story. Yeah. You're that. So I was leaving work today. This is a funny story. And I was driving up the road and hit a four-way stop. Yeah. And I was going to make a left turn at the four-way stop, but there was a lot of traffic because it's just like, you know, it's kind of like just north of the downtown area. And so a lot of people are, like, in and about that area. Yeah. And out of the corner of my eye, crossing the street... Um, I'm making the left turn, crossing the street. I see a coworker, right? We're just yeah. ambling by, right? So I realize, like, as I'm going up there, and I'm going slow for him or whatever, and I, I toot the horn. Yeah, yeah. Like to say, yo, yo, hey. It's Which me. was it? Was it? Was it like a boop boop, or was it like a boop? Or... No, no, it was a boop 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 boop. Oh yeah. Like, Okay. Yeah, like a happy, a happy horn. Fast ones. Yeah, real fast, real fast. Um, but not realizing it was me. Yeah. <laughs> he misinterpreted the happy beeping horn as a belligerent get out of the way horn. <laughs> yeah. And he like turned around and was like, "What up?" And like was like, "You could go through. You could go through right here, right here." Yeah. <laughs> so. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm like, it's me. It's me. Parklands. <laughs> and then he did, he, did he realize in the end, or was oh it? Oh my god, he realized in the end, and then was so. In, I felt like he was so embarrassed because then I opened the window, and he's like, I'm so happy. He's like, oh, he's like, oh my god, like I. He just it was just like a total. <laughs> he shook my hand. He's like, I'm happy it was you. He, like he got all. I could see the heat in his face, and then I saw it slowly wash away with joy. <laughs> that's that's the best kind of surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Some asshole's trying to run me over and beep at me while I meander across the street. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, that was that happened on the way here, and I thought it was pretty funny, so I had to mention it to you. So I, I won't name the employee. But well, I mean, 
you could have just got away with not naming it and then not mentioning you were not naming it. True, but I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you after. Actually, I already told you before. Yeah, sure. So, yes. so you know who it was. I was so more was yeah, <laughs> I already knew. Yeah, um, but Tom, if you want to know, I'll tell you tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I had a bit of a flashback to my high school years today, uh, yesterday. What happened? <clears throat> so there is did this you guy. <laughs> did I pee my pants? Did I? Did you? Were you crying in the corner for like? Like in high school, sixty <laughs> percent of the day. Were you like? Did you get beat you... up again? <laughs> <laughs> The people spit on your back while you were walking down the hall? Gross. Um, no, no, no. There was a uh, guy. He had a, I guess his, his band name, but it wasn't really a band. It was just him. Yeah. Was, uh, Aphex Twin. I don't know. Do you know who Aphex Twin is? Uh, yeah, I've yeah, heard of it. Yeah. So I used to listen to Aphex Twin a bunch. Yeah. Um, kind of it was like early. They probably at that time called it Electronica. Yeah. Remember that word? Electronica? I don't think that word... I think that word was used twice, ever. <laughs> One summer. The summer. Do you remember M MTV uh, called it the summer of Electronica, and then it died? Um, but he... So this is why it's interesting, is that he... Um, uh, what did he do? Oh, my God. You distracted me. I know. That was ridiculous. You totally distracted <laughs> me. Uh... <laughs> He released an album on the dark web. Oh, the dark web, really? Wait, recently? Like, yesterday. What? Not released it, announced it on the yeah. dark web. How did you find out then? Because then people reported it, that it was on the dark web. Yeah. So, so what I'm, is the dark web? That's what I'm asking you, dude. What is the dark I web? I've never heard of the dark web. So apparently, here, this is... And this oh, it's is, called DeepNet. DeepNet. Or Invisible Web. Or Invisible Web. According to Wikipedia. So apparently it's... it's. Have you heard of the, the Tor browser? The what? Tor. Oh, Tor, yeah, Tor, yeah. So apparently it could only be accessed by Tor. Oh, yeah, yeah. And according to this thing, it tested the limits of Tor. And I don't know what that means, but apparently they had so many users accessing the dark web that it almost stalled it. Huh. I've never even heard of it. So you've never heard of the dark web or the... the I had not. The, I, thought the, it, I didn't think it would even be this real of a thing. <laughs> yeah, so apparently it's unsearchable websites. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I heard of all the tour stuff. I never looked into it, though. All right, so now this is our, this is our project, is uh, understanding, understanding the, uh, the dark web. Seems like it well, shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, I don't think it's too hard either. But anyway, so he released the album. So that, I should have mentioned this to you before I brought it up on air, so you're like, I don't know what that is. But <laughs> so essentially, there's a web browser. For those who don't know, there's a web browser called Tor. Tor is a is a complete. It's completely anonymous, correct? Like there's no tracking on it I at think all. It's a browser. Yes, it's a browser that completely hides your um, your web activity. But additionally, there's websites that can only be viewed on the Tor browser. And yeah. those, those websites are considered the hidden web or the dark web. Essentially, the internet that's unsearchable, the internet that exists but is not uh, easily find. You can easily find it. So uh, that's what I know. And that's all I know. 
and apparently Aphex Twin, the, elec the electric band that I listened to back in 1996, who hasn't released an album since 2001 or 2, is releasing an album, which he announced um, He announced here. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, like, worried here. So I'm going to put this on you and chat for a second because I think I'm going to run out of power because my new setup is not working properly. So What, you don't have your battery on? It, I do have my battery on, but it's, it says it's dying. Oh. Yeah, so, I heard something that, like... Because people are, like, trying to do, like, questionable stuff on tour or whatever. I just, like, read something. I actually didn't even bother looking into, you know, more about it. But uh, I guess, basically, if you're using tour, the government's watching you more than they would anyways because you're probably doing questionable things. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'd read about it. I just, like, wasn't that interested. It would be useful to know. I feel like it's the same level as Bitcoins, like, a while back, which are still going steady. I heard in Australia they just um, decided that uh, Bitcoins are not a taxable, um, like, uh, commodity. So, like, all of the transactions and stuff with Bitcoins in at least Australia can be totally free, which is, I guess, you know, good okay. for the currency. Because like, I think in the U.S. they were talking about starting to regulate it like regular income and everything, like a legitimate currency, but it should be, like, less, like somewhere between where, you know, it's not controlled by anyone. That's the whole point. But, yeah, how's your, how's your setup? I, I, I think I'm back. I, I don't know what's going on. We'll see how this works. It says it's charging, but it's also, like, blinking, so I'm just going to... We're going to risk it. I'm going to risk it. We're going to see how it goes. All right. We have, like, a... Yeah, we're... we're oh, yeah, so, yeah, you're about. absolutely right. About that, to that tour thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, is, is the point is is that if you you can't be tracked with it, but just the mere presence that you're using it, like the mere fact that you're using it, you're already marked by the NSA. Yeah, I mean, it's like guilt by association. that much, but like if you're that worried, like probably it's the whole yeah, that's the same. Catch twenty two, which I still haven't read that book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like that's the, that's the like the worst. I think everyone who uses that should have read the book, but I haven't read the book, but it's, like, so easy to use. Uh, I don't think you need to read the book to say Catch-22, although it's a great book. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I think that you should, like... I don't know. I think that you should have read the book to use it. That's not true at all. Do you know how many things that happen and phrases that you say exist from popular culture or from novels or literature or film that you probably never saw but you use anyway? Do you... I'm, no... Do you think it's... I don't think it's that many. I think it's a tremendous amount. I think I've probably seen or read most of the stuff of stuff that I use. Besides regular words and stuff. Yeah, so... Um, isn't like a... Wasn't like the word, like, Holocaust coined in some paper, like, not long ago? Like... Uh, I, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was. I don't think it existed as a word earlier. Uh, I don't know about that, and um, I'm going to look it up. Holo yeah. I don't re actually really don't want to, but I'm going to now. But stuff like that, or, like, there's some other... There's, like, new words for, like, new things that... Uh, oh, genocide, too. That wasn't a word before. And they're all from papers that someone wrote about the stuff, but... So, I mean, you could arguably say that you shouldn't use those words unless you've read the paper that it was or originally from. But uh, I don't So, know. yeah, I don't think... Uh... I think Holocaust has been used, and according to Google, it's been used since 1800. Um, because now they have that thing. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, well, no, that doesn't... Yeah, 1800, that's like... 
basically 100 years ago. That's like 200 years ago. 200 years ago. But well, yeah, it definitely has like increased since World War II. The usage has increased exponentially. But it's but from some guy like made it for like. A it's no, it's it's stuff. Middle English from Old French holocaust via late late Latin from Greek holocaustin from hollows hole plus costos burned. Origin burn. says it's from. Uh, I don't know. Anyways. All right, so I'm just going to point this out. We have uh, four concurrent viewers right now. It's a oh my gosh. five concurrent viewers right now. Right after you, uh, right after you uh, had your technical difficulties, it's totally going to go out. We have five. We have five concurrent viewers. So this is a all-time fresher and parlance high. So it, thanks, thanks watch, for making it happen, everyone. You can tweet at us. Yeah. So the, I we want to know who you are at Fresh yeah. and Par. We know but, we know one of you. But let's let's talk about some uh, interesting topics that people want to hear about. Yes. So, uh, so I this one I found super interesting. Which one? The the solar array in California that's just absolutely. Oh, it's, yeah, it's making uh, birds explode. Yeah. All right. So I, guess, I guess just like smolder in midair. No, no. They 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 don't just smolder. They absolutely insi- they. Insi- what did you say? They call them tracers or something. I think that's what I said, yeah. Now I can't remember. <laughs> because they just burn up. <laughs> like it's a prototype thing, and the company is trying to say only a thousand birds have died from it, but like it's twenty some thousand. Yeah, it's like super a lot. Because I guess they were saying that bugs are attracted to the mirrors because they're shiny or whatever, and so the birds fly down to get them like more than they would even just fly in the area normally, and then they totally are just incinerated because all the mirrors are like totally focused at like the one point in the middle. Okay, so to explain this, because I didn't fully understand this, I'm going to use non-technical jargon to explain how this thing works. <laughs> non-technical jargon? Yeah. I just Using the word jargon, I think I already disqualified. I know, right? You just yeah. upped the ante. <laughs> um, essentially, there's these, these, I think, what is it, 300,000 mirrors. I think it's yeah, it's like super a lot. And... Yeah, so they're all in, in like a dome, like a, a bowl-shaped, okay, and all of the energy on the solar reflection is pushing up at this, in the middle, there's like a, t- a water tower. Yeah, and it's like miles wide. Or maybe it, not. It's, like it's not miles wide, but it's pretty big. And it's pushing all of that energy, that solar energy, and directing it at the, the water tower. It's like, uh, uh, oh man, I was going to <laughs> pull out an old TV reference. It's like Petticoat Junction. And anyway... <laughs> Tom Tom Brew will get that reference, Petticoat Junction. Um, And it it blows into this water tower, and uh, it starts bubbling, and then that creates steam, and then they use that to push the turbine to create the energy. Yeah, but the birds flying in, like, the hot zone just, like, spontaneously combust. Because it's 800 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Maybe it's 800 degrees Celsius. I'm not even sure. It's the biggest one in the world, and they're thinking to build a bigger one, but this... uh, Manufacturers getting some guff because uh, it's not good for the birds. Oh, they were saying the next one they were gonna build was uh, on like a little a different place in California, but it's in one of like the migratory bird lane things for like uh, bald eagles and a couple other uh, like um, you know endangered species or whatever. So they're super worried that they're gonna come down until they get killed. Yeah, I it's in the Mojave Desert. Um, the the irony, well, I don't know if it's irony, but the uh, they spent twenty four million dollars prior to building the array to saving this one kind of critically endangered turtle. 
and uh, the habitat for the turtle that lives in the Mojave, but they completely failed to account for birds just flying in and getting completely incinerated. Yeah, I know, that's messed up. It's totally messed up. And I'm a bird lover, as if you've watched episodes, uh, you know, 1 through 30. We've probably <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting some other tweets coming in. Oh, yeah? I don't, I don't get this one. Uh, your mom is, my, is miles wide? Oh, yeah, because I said miles wide, and she's fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> so... So anyway, uh, moving on to some more interesting topics. This one I predicted as uh, one of my things that in 50 years would would be very popular, which was asteroid mining. I know, right? Well, yeah, the whole uh, Rosetta thing. Yeah. I think it's pretty awesome. It took so what, 10 years to get there. They launched it in 2004, and it just arrived at the, its orbit around the comet, and uh, I think it was August 6th. Why don't you set this up? Because I think you, we just kind of jumped right into it. So why don't you tell people about oh, it? Oh, well, it's just there's a satellite that the um, European Space Agency or whatever launched in 2004 that um, it went and like met up with a comet that's just coming into orbit around the sun, and they're um, it's actually launching a lander from the comet down. Right now, it's in orbit around the comet, only like I think 100 miles away or something. So it's like a really close orbit. And they're getting, like, really good photography and, like, a bunch of... Like, the photos are awesome. You can go look it up. But uh, I think it's really cool. In November, they're going to totally launch, like, a craft down from the satellite. And it's going to um, shoot, like, a, um, like things into it to keep itself from, like, bouncing back off. And it's going to drill down and find out what's inside the, the comet, too. But I think it's pretty amazing. Like, that's such a small thing. And we launched something from Earth and had to, like, make it go around a couple planets to slingshot it. And then we can make it meet this, like, super tiny moving object. And then well, we're on it. From what I understand, that this it's been kind of chasing this comet for a while. It's gotten close to it, took a couple images, and now it's, it's going in for its, like, ultimate mission, which is to kind of, like, throw this little thing at it and anchor yeah. it in there and get some samples on it. And then it's cool, too. It's, um, after it gets the, um, its landing craft on it, it's going to follow it for the next year as it goes around the sun, and that's when it's going to start to have a tail, and so it will actually be a comet. Because right now it doesn't have a tail yet because it's not close enough to the sun. So what is it? Is it an asteroid right now? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's still a comet. I don't understand all those classifications, but... <laughs> so yeah. it, it is... Uh, it is... No, it's not. It's, it's, we, it's, got some, it's, we got some Jeff Mion over here. It's a... Uh, it's using gravity assist maneuvers to accelerate to the inner solar system. What is it? It's what's the difference? Uh, but by the way, I don't know if you know this. It was nicknamed the billion euro gamble. That's a terrible the nickname. Billion euro gamble. Oh, they said that also, like it didn't make front page news ever because, like, right when they launched it in two thousand four, there was some like super big, I don't know, like killing or something from some country. So some like sort of Holocaust for- even. Yeah, something like that. Hey, by the way, we got the we got some Jeff up here. Jeff's hanging out. Oh man, we didn't even get into the. Uh, Mer- we got some Jeffing. <laughs> what? We, we didn't even get into bringing my Merlin to your house and Merlin having uh, uh, the dog in him t- chasing Jeff and 
Jeff doing some uh, some swatting of Merlin. I mean, they were hang- that was like one second. They were hanging out for like a half hour. Okay. Nah, arguable. Totally was. <laughs> okay. I mean, they were like sniffing each other, like still cautious and uh, stuff, but you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then the dog finally came out, and and Merlin chased Jeff, and we I think. Jeff gave Merlin a, a little bit of a swat, I think. But there's no visual... Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that he swatted him, but he didn't get a scratch or anything. I mean, Jeff's got to represent. He was getting chased. True. I mean, in true cat-dog fashion... Yeah. You only... They just pulled it back. They were, they were hanging out for a bit. Yeah. So uh, th- this one's important for us, uh, this next story, which I found today, and I think it's funny. Oh, and oh I... wait, wait, wait. The space thing. There's two tie-ins. No, go for it. Tie in. So go. One of the things they're looking for when they drill in is uh, the building blocks of life or whatever to see if like life could have like come on comets. But in a related story, one oh. of the Russian astronauts just found um, like a sea plankton on the outside of the International Space Station, which they like totally don't understand how that could happen, and they're like figuring it out if it's still alive or not because if it could be living like on the outside of the space station. It's plausible that uh, some other planet that a comet came near could have had like um, some like organism sprayed up from another planet too, because they're saying that the the plankton could have come up from like some sort of I guess gusts of wind actually hit the space station, like to some solar, extent, like, solar wind. Was, like solar wind. No, like particle wind, like stuff from Earth hits the space station. Like every so often, kind of like a solar flare from the sun, where it's just like a big thing that comes out, except for it's just like atmosphere from Earth. But yeah, and so maybe they're—I don't know. It sounds pretty crazy. But well, here's the question: Were they growing and multiplying? So that's the thing that they're studying because they just found it on one of their spacewalks, like two or three days ago. But I thought that was space news. Hashtag space news. Hashtag space news. Yeah, we are, uh, we have, that's like one of our topics. We talk about them a lot. Who? The space. Oh, space. Yeah, I like space. Space. I think people should be more excited about space. I think it's historically one of the only things that's brought humanity together. In, in fiction. What? No, I mean in everything, because that's like basically what every religion was based on. Uh, space? Yeah, space, because they like, were looking at the stars and doing all the star mapping. It was really important for navigation. If you could like, know where the stars were going to be, you were, like, had the power of like, a god or whatever. <laughs> Do you not think so? No, I'm sorry. I was just looking at the cricket. I was, looking, I was thinking of a way how I could use the cricket. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. Have you not put that together before? Uh, I need to think about that a little more. It's what the Cosmos show is about, too. I think, because it's something that can amaze, like, that everyone is amazed with, like, how grand it is or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, space is cool. <laughs> no, I love space. I think it's fantastic. It's the final frontier. It's true. Space news. Hashtag yeah. space news. These are the... These are the... I can't even remember it now. The, the Star Trek theme song, or the Star Trek phrasing. These uh, are the voyages... No, these are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's continuing mission to seek oh. out... Well, to they, they first, duh. To seek out new life. 
and new civilizations. But I still, I, already, I got my tie-ins. What were you getting at? I, I wasn't getting it. I don't think I had anything. I, yeah, I mean, no, not the space thing. You were moving on to a different... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was moving on to the thing that pertains to us. Not, although space does per- pertain to us. Um, we live in it. Yeah. Um, the Adless Internet. Oh. Wait, what? The Adless Internet. I've never heard... What's that about? So, someone in the UK crunched the numbers. They did a little crunching. <laughs> Crunch them. Crunch the numbers. <laughs> and, um, and it's kind of stupid. This is what they did. They just said, oh, here's what the projected ad revenue is in the UK for video and display advertising. And yeah. here's, the, here's the population of the UK. And that's essentially a numerator denominator. And they're like, oh... And if we just wanted to get rid of advertising on the internet, everyone in the UK would just need to pay $232 a year. Well, yeah, you could, like, make that argument for, like, well, like what was the, uh, the single, um, not the opposite of minimum wage? The opposite of minimum wage? Yeah. Where, you're talking, like... You're talking about minimum, minimum income? Yeah. Like it's the same. That's the same idea. Where it's just people don't like how that works, like the idea of it. But it's easy to figure out in math. Yeah. Uh, so here's my thing on this. This is this, first off, it's stupid, because on the story about the advertising, no advertising. They have a, they have a tequila ad. Um, <laughs> so it's just hypocritical. Yeah. They have a, a big data in Ohio. I don't even. First off, these a lot of these are probably like. Uh, Tune to me, and I'm a data data head, so I I get all these stupid art. I'm targeted as someone who's interested in data, but um, I always get 3D printer ads. <laughs> exactly, they they figured cool, it, I guess. Those, those guys figured us out. Those assholes. So they know <laughs> they they know I like tequila, and they know I like data. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, this is just a stupid thought experiment, and I think it's stupid. It is it is pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, but whatever, two hundred thirty-two dollars. I don't know how much that is in pounds. Oh, one hundred and forty pounds. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just I wanted to bring it up because it's just funny. I don't think it would ever exist because how do you disperse the money? Is it based on your your consumption of traffic? What if you're using yeah, four? Yeah, and also, oh yeah, it is a year. That's just super dumb. Yeah, I mean, I pay two hundred thirty-two dollars probably a month just for internet. I know it's stupid. Internet's too expensive. Yeah, you three viewers that are watching right now, all we we've made a dollar fifty on the show. Yay! Oh, you mean total, not like this show. Yeah, no, like but over if, the last thirty-two episodes. <laughs> yeah. So if you want, I know you. We've given you hours and hours and hours of entertainment. If you want to give us two hundred thirty-two dollars for that year, we'll take yeah, it. That's that would we would take that. Cha ching. Yeah, donations are coming in. Thank you. Uh, phone lines are phone lines are lighting up. <laughs> so uh, I think you know what it's time oh, for. Oh, that's that one. That's my background. What? I'm gonna have a phone, a call center behind me for like, you know, green screening when I get that set up better. So it's time for review roulette. Review roulette. I know we're just jumping into it. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> no, we should. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's about time. And this is, by the way, I feel like this one could go long. Maybe. I mean, we'll. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we will. So uh, for you, those of you who don't know, uh, all four viewers, 
Uh, review Roulette is where Fresher, he's Fresher. That's I'm, me, over here. Yeah. We randomly select a movie from the Netflix catalog. Then, the following week, we review said movie and allow you one week to watch the movie to follow along with us the following week. Last week, we selected the film... The, the conspiracy. conspiracy. Oh, I said it first. No, I like that. We did it together. We should do that from now on all the time. Just say it at the same time. I like it. <laughs> that would require planning. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> but I think we could do it. I think we could do it. So The Conspiracy, a 2012 uh, documentary about conspiracies here, uh, theories that take a horrific turn as the filmmakers uncover an ancient and dangerous secret society. It's true. I mean, we'll, how are you going to like uh, look into conspiracy theories without uncovering some sort of Horrific truth. <laughs> Seriously, right. All That's right. kind of the point. Like, why are you looking into it if you didn't want to find that out? That was my problem with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the underlying problem. The underlying problem was, wait, say this again. What was your underlying problem with the movie? I mean, just with conspiracy theory stuff in general, I guess. That, like, yeah, what if all this stuff is happening? And then, like, you need to prove it more? It's not going to make other people believe you. Like, is that, I feel like their main goal is to uncover it so other people can know. Because once you know, I mean, are you going to join them? Like, is this change your life somehow, that you know that they're watching you or that they have some sort of power? Okay. It's well, for the sake of knowing. Well, all right, so let's, let's, before we get into that, because I think that's a much more philosophical take on this film. Uh, <laughs> I wrote uh, it several times in my notes. It's like, so, what are you going to do? Why does he need to find them? So, here's, well, he was, at that point, manic. So, um, the, the plot of this film is two documentary filmmakers find a street barker, essentially, right? Yeah. Um, who is raving about um, the 9-11 conspiracy, uh, among other things, okay? He's just saying that, like, he has a record of every government action happening that, like, new policy change and, like, how they all are linked together and it's a conspiracy to control everyone and, right. like, no one's free. And uh, yeah. he... So at some point, we see someone following him and then he goes missing. Yeah. Right? That would be... That's the start of the movie. So that's when the intrigue starts. So you spend 15 minutes in this film interviewing this guy, talking about how he's like, do you believe me? Do you believe me? Like, and then, like, him showing him out in the street... Very documentary style, uh, talking about various conspiracy theories. Yeah, he had like all he had the classic uh, newspaper snippets on a wall with like a thread between them and sticking pins in them. Oh yeah, that's that is true. He had that. That is, I would say that is one of the best st stereotypes of someone who is sort of a little wild with their theories, right? Yeah. Oh, do you remember? Speaking of that, do you remember the? Uh, that it's always sunny where they have the Facebook alternative that is just like a poster board with stuff that they like on it and they share things on it. <laughs> so they basically just have these dioramas and they put stuff on it of what they're doing and like check out my diorama. It's like, but it's like Facebook only on a like a poster board <laughs> like that with yeah. newspaper articles. Um, sort of like that. Uh, and then he goes missing. Then they get to the place, they finally get into the building, and they see that it's, all the stuff is mostly gone. They decide... Because he didn't pay or whatever. Well, he was getting evicted, so they were cleaning up the place, so they had to, like... So the two filmmakers start shoving newspapers into garbage bags and just throw it into their, their, their van. Yeah. One of the filmmakers is very into this thing. He starts, like, just posting them up, looking at them. Yeah, he's like, well, what if he was right? What if... Uh... 
What if these things really are, like, not a coincidence? And then the other one is more of the doubter. He, so one is the Mulder and the other is the Scully. <laughs> I actually haven't watched X-Files, Sam. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I've seen, like, bits. I've never seen a whole episode. I don't know the character. This week on Farlands teaches fresher about the world. The <laughs> X-Files. Okay, just, I'm just going to give you... I'm sorry, I have to interrupt the broadcast to do this. Okay. All right, so The X-Files? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is a good show. But there's so many of them. I saw the movie. Okay. The movie is just... Okay. The first five episodes, four seasons of X-Files, worth it. Worth it! Really? David Duchovny, Julian Anderson. I have to check it out. Uh, you have to watch the first season. I'm always looking for other series. Uh, okay. Netflix, right? It's I don't know. If, yeah, I think it is on Netflix. But my point is, is it's it's a a very seminal sci-fi uh, show that's like with UFOs and conspiracies and. I definitely know it's like you know, one of the main things or whatever. Right. So just letting you know. That's something you need to figure out, all right? All right, well, let's get back to the... Uh, I just had to throw that in there. All right, moving back. Moving on <laughs> to, the, to the back to the review. Um, yeah, so there's the David Duchovny, the Fox Mulder, <laughs> the Dana Scully. One is into it and one doesn't believe him. Yeah. So anyway, the, he starts and diving... And one doesn't believe he has a family. That's important. Does, that is important. He has a family. And the other one's just a loner. Yeah. So as it's progressing, this guy's getting more and more into the conspiracy, and he, and he figures out that there's this group, and I believe they're called, the, is it the Targus group? I probably, Targus, Targus, Tarsus, yeah. Tarsus, Tarsus. Something group. like that, yeah. And they find a website. It's very, like, hush-hush. So the way that they did it was, like, ugh. Well, you're missing so many things and drawing it out. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> But, go, ahead. go ahead. So yeah, he gets all the newspaper articles. He puts them back on his own wall and figures out some pattern. He says that there's like all these years that things happen. He's like, well, I put the years on the internet, and it came up with one article by a guy who's like writing about this secret society called the Tarsus or whatever. And so then they try to look up, find out about this guy in this dumb like Second Life chat room where all the conspiracy people get together. It looks super dumb. Oh yeah, another problem I had in this movie, 2011. Their technology was better than that. <laughs> it was it all takes place in 2011, and all their computers and phones and all that were super lame. Like stuff was better than that in 2011. But so they go in this chat room. They like the guy contacts them later on and says like I'm the guy who wrote that article. You need to take all that stuff down because like they're super powerful and they're gonna mess with you and stuff. So he says that he'll uh, meet with them. So he meets with them. And it's all anonymous, but they're still videotaping it all documentary style because it's like found footage documentary, right? Correct. Yeah, and uh, so then they meet with him, and then like you know they tell him about the secret society stuff or whatever, and that you know one of these meetings happened before every major world event because like they're controlling all the stuff, and then uh, oh they always kill a bull at their meet at their meetings because. That guy from the mythical thing, the main pictures of him killing a bull or something. It's right? uh, I believe it was uh, Mithras. Oh, Mithras. Yeah. So then, 
the guy like works it out. Is like, well, does anyone ever infiltrate them? Like, cause they they say like, turn the cameras off, turn the cameras off. But it's like laying down and like pointing somewhere else, and you can hear him talking. And he's like, well, yeah, every once in a while, it actually looks like your guys' chance is pretty good. Things are coming together, and so and so they work it out, and so they can infiltrate the thing. But right as that's gonna happen, they notice that this van that was following the other guys following them is like, remember that van? We have it on video. Also, thought it was dumb. They totally could have just checked the license plate numbers. You could clearly see the license plate number in the video that we were watching that they were supposed to be filming. They could have totally checked the license plate numbers to know if it was the same van or not. But so, yeah, uh, the van comes. They're like, are you sure you want to like infiltrate? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second. What's that? I don't know if we got to that point yet, but then he's he is burgled. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, his house got broken into, that's right. He gets, he gets broken into, and they take some stuff, and then he moves in to the house with his filmmaker buddy with the baby and the wife. Yeah. That's important. I, all the all like, I feel like it was all just scare tactic stuff. Like, they didn't even take anything, they said. Yeah. Yeah, so so anyway, he moves in with his filmmaker partner. Then they, they get some, uh, they decide that they're going to infiltrate the group. Yeah. They buy some uh, cameras that they hide in their, their ties. Hold yeah, up. Yeah, like a tie clip cameras. Hold up. It was super crappy. I was waiting for it. I had better cameras than that would fit, that would fit in a little thing. Like, you can get like, like those cameras on Amazon for like $100 or less. Okay. So we've established that they didn't have good technology. Yeah. It was like totally not the right dates for that. FYI, the budget for this movie is $1.2 million. I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. So, anyway. so anyways, they put the things in their tie, and then from here on out, while they go and infiltrate this thing, the meeting, like, all of the shots are only from the tie. They don't have any outside shots. Correct. And so, yeah, they infiltrate the meeting. So they, they set up a, in, an infiltration point where they get into the back of this car, and then they're going through the... Um, they're going. Th- they get into the facility, so they sneak it through a truck, which picks them up, and then takes them. Th- they get dropped off in the kitchen. They come back out. They're dressed in suits with the tie, with the camera, uh, and the people keep referring to them as brother. Hello, brother. And yeah, actually, but they're trying to like play it off. Also, they did a horrible job of playing it off. I think I could have faked being in secret society better than them. Yeah, they were pretty shitty. I'll they agree were with super that. Crappy. Like, I don't even know how that would have passed. Like, yeah, you'd be nervous, but like try to talk a little bit normal than that. I will say that the Mithraism or whatever, the, the worshipping yeah. of Mithra, that whole thing, never knew really that existed that much. I've heard of it in the past. Totally escaped my my mind. I did a little research on that. Blew my mind. Well, I mean, I'm like, they did a good job making another conspiracy thing in the movie, I guess, you know? Not only did they do a good job like in creating a new conspiracy theory, but they did an amazing job... Um, throwing in footage of existing political Oh yeah, figures. you were saying that, because they need to get the rights and stuff. Yeah, they they had Kendallisa Rice, they had H.W. Uh, Bush, uh, they had also, uh, all the some leaders in Europe. It was really good. They blended it together. So this was done like a documentary, so it was, but it was obviously a mockumentary, but they, yeah. the way they cut it, it looked really good. So anyway, now they're in... Said, compared it to Blair Witch Project. They said it was the best found footage like shaky cam movie since Blair Witch. I agree with that. It was really good. But yeah, so they get in, cam, they do this ceremony thing where they have to, like, so you should do this part because I don't know how fast you want to go. 
<laughs> okay. You might so, have more details than me. So here's the bottom line. Uh, they have a ceremony where they kill a bull. It's like part of myth for culture. Yeah, and then it's like super, like they never know when it's going to be, so these guys going was like really special or whatever. So yeah, and also in Mithra, I read this, there's seven phases of the, the like a pyramid, like a pyramid, like, and the early ones are called ravens. And another guy's a lion, and I think that's fourth up or whatever. And then the top guy is like some other crazy level. And it, as it turns out, I think, though I'm not 100% sure, but uh, whatever, I'm not going to leave that in. So anyway, they, they're like, are you a raven? Yes, I'm a raven. So then they have to get initiated into the ceremony. Yeah. So they, go into, so they get this big gong goes off, right? And they have to go to uh, this tent. Something like that. Yeah. Go in there. Very uh, similar to that. Yeah. And uh, they, they put on a, a crown on their head, and they have to kneel. Again, you're watching through the camera on their tie right here. Yeah, so the whole time. The whole time. And then they say, my father was Adam. Uh, you know, my name is Billy. Uh, you know, and then I accept Mithra into my life kind of thing. Very like... And then they, they, yeah, they tie their hands up with rope, and then they use a sword to, like, cut the rope off of their arms. Right. Oh, and they also pour blood on their hands as they yeah, do. Yeah, and then they put a mask on you. Right. No, then they, they give go you a over mask. to another room with so all they, the masked people. Yeah. So then they give you a mask. So uh, the, the 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 straight narrow guy, the Dana Scully of this movie, um, is first in line and gets initiated through. And then the other guy who's waiting in the back of the line, the the conspiracy guy, sees the article writer, the guy that they've been interviewing about the conspiracy, and he's like, "Oh crap." And he's like running around like, where's my buddy? Where's my buddy? Where's my buddy? Where's yeah, my buddy? Yeah, dumb. Stupid. Like, play it cool, dude. Like, seriously. So then his buddy, his buddy comes through and just walks by him. Yeah. And What's then he that? goes inside. Yeah. So then he goes inside he goes and I'm like, yeah, you, you do it. You do it. Yeah, yeah. So he goes inside and he sees the, the guy that they've been interviewing that wrote the article about the group that got them on this whole thing to begin with. And he starts to freak out. So the guy's like, this is important. This is super important. It's more important than family. Like, perhaps a young child and a wife being in this group, it gets more, it's more important than that. So this guy's like, what? I have a young child and wife. He quickly, he's like, i got to go to the bathroom. And then he goes yeah. runs to, like, call his wife. As he's running downstairs, he's like, he's, like, calling his wife. He's like, pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Please, Bali, Bali, pick up the phone, whatever her name is. I, her name is not Bali. Um, and then he hears the phone ringing, and his wife's phone is there. And then uh, he's like, what the frig? And then they open the door, and there's his baby crying and his wife, and they cut. Yeah, okay? well, they don't, they don't actually show them, do they? They no. only, like, show the noise. No, no, they hear, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, but they don't show that. Yeah, and then the door opens, and we kind of see the side of something. And then they but cut. It's not definitive that they were in there. Uh, they don't show them. They don't show them, but it's, that's. I mean, it's kind of important, but it's like pretty clear that they're in there. Yes. So then, uh, the other guy is going through to the initiation. And, you know, my name is Adam. My father is Billy, or whatever. And then he does the initiation. They put the thing on. They take the crown off. He says the thing, and then he goes and looks in the mirror, and he has a freaking bull head on. Yeah. Then. He's like, what the... F He's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Because now, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, what do we hear? Oh! Yeah. And then everyone comes out with, like, huge knives and start chasing him. They start chasing him because he's the bull that they're going to kill. 
So he's like running now. So everything is like coming back and forth between his little button cam and then uh, the other guy's button cam. And um, essentially he's hiding in the woods. They do a cut of like time lapse. No, no, time lapse. But they cut maybe like, I don't know, 30 minutes. Yeah, he's like hiding and then like they go past like pretty far. So then prior to the... Uh, the escapade, they found a little cabin in the woods and they said, if we get separated, meet in the cabin in the woods. Yeah. He finds his way to the cabin in the woods and within the woods is his buddy with all of these dudes with knives. He's like, no, no! And he runs out and then... And then, like, you know, and then... Uh, it's then, he, then, then is he dead? I don't know. Well, no, but the other part of it is that his buddy is just sitting in a chair in there, not even tied up. All the other people are hanging out in there. And he, like, says, no, wait. Like, he's super calm while he's sitting in there with them. And he tries to, like, tell him, and then the guy just, like, runs. Then, cut to, in the future, it's now this, the straight and arrow documentarian is talking about how he, um, that it was all scare tactic, that the Tarsus group is not evil. It's the and they have like the yeah the, it's their it's their uh, head of uh, public PR. relations yeah it's head of PR he's like if world leaders getting together are a conspiracy then I guess it's a conspiracy yeah you know, kind of thing um, and then they say that the straight and narrow documentarian says it was all a joke they were just trying to scare some some you know whatever well they said. Well, they said that, like, it's been getting a lot of stuff in the media, and so, like, uh, we like we pretty much always have people who infiltrate nowadays, so we have to scare them off, like, with these, uh, you know, pranks, they say. And so then they fake, they fake killed him to scare him. But it's arguable because they say that he never, he was never seen after that night, and that... Uh, what I, we didn't mention earlier was that he had this. This guy had a dream to moving to Alberta to live on a self-sustaining commune. Yeah, which was pretty convenient, like for an earlier thing to put in the show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I forget what they call that, but a narrative, like a, it's the you drop it in so you can bring it out later from a narrative yeah. standpoint. Yeah, like a couple times he was like search. Yeah, they totally did it. They had the camera on the, the computer screen. He's like, no, don't film this. This is just my, my side project I'm working on. Yeah. And then so, they like, hold him back, and they're filming it. He's like, yeah, it took a self-sustaining thing. It's super dumb. So, all right, that's the plot of the movie. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. And this is the main point. You feel that that guy did go off on his own. Yeah. I feel he was murdered, and the PR machine that is the Tarsus group covered it all up. And yeah, this is, I mean, like, but the point is to make it seem like it was—it's a conspiracy movie, right? Exactly. So they this didn't is do it definitively either way, but they definitely did things to make it seem that way. They're like the only definite thing that would be the murder ways is that they kidnapped his uh, wife and son or whatever. Right, and the reason why I say that they murdered him is because he's at the end when he's sitting with his wife on the chair. Uh, a terrible act drop, and like she's like all uncomfortable, like looking away from the camera and can't make eye contact. Like she knows it's wrong, but she doesn't want to talk about it. But she knows she was threatened, so that's why I lean towards he was murdered. Yeah, I mean they definitely set it up to seem like that, but I mean I'm going with the non-murder way. All right, that's so kind of... this is not going to be our only disagreement about this film. I feel. Yeah, I mean, well, I just, 
Oh, oh yeah. Also, it was pretty funny. They kept showing the chemtrail thing. That was like an ongoing shot. Was, oh yeah, uh, the chemtrails. Chem yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, let's let let's let's. By the way, I'm recommending this movie to all of our viewers out there. Please watch this movie. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> I think it was just. I mean, all right. I I don't know. It was yeah. kind of boring. I thought. So uh, just to let you know, we had a few viewers uh, chime in before we give a review. We had Sabrina. We had Mahar. What's uh, do you know Maharg? Mahar. Yeah, that's uh, Sabrina and Graham. All right, hello Sabrina. Was, uh, and Graham. I shouted out with there's some hashtag going on here. I like that. Hashtagging all over the place. Wasn't there a congratulations in order for them as well? It's like hashtag uh, hashtag heaven. <laughs> Wasn't there a congratulations for them? Yeah. Uh, they also uh, just uh, got married. I was trying to think of a cooler way to say it or whatever, but in, they got entangled. Yeah, entangled. Well, I was gonna say like, I don't know. I can't think of it. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations, you two. Thanks for watching the show. Yeah. We appreciate Woo. it. Yeah. So anyway, back to the movie and the review. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm just going straight up. I'm giving it. I'm giving it an eight. An eight? Uh, yeah, seven. You're you're going down now just because I said uh, eight. Well, eight is pretty. I'm thinking <laughs> like about it. Final yeah, you know what? I'm giving it an eight. I'm giving it an eight. I'm skipping with eight. Like, All right. Eight. Well, I'm giving it a four. I moved that up because originally I was planning on a three. So I mean, just because the end was a little bit, I didn't even think of the other way when I watched it the first time. But, oh yeah, because I was saying I couldn't tell the guys apart. Like they did not look that different. They were just like two actor white guys. I could not. <laughs> so I got really confused which one was which the whole time. So I didn't even know that. I was pretty sure that both of them were in the end scenes. They definitely weren't. I didn't like, because I thought like I didn't see them like. I thought they just didn't meet each other again, but I thought that they had shots of the other guy still. So I don't know. That's I'm giving it a four though because, yeah, I don't know. It didn't think. The story wasn't that good. I mean, I guess it was probably good for what it was, but maybe I'm just not into that. So, that's that. So that uh, is a total of six. Um, so, let's pick our new movie for next week. What? Let's pick the new movie for next week. Oh, already? We're not going to talk about it more? What? I mean, like, I was also going to mention that my favorite part of the whole movie was the first maybe, like, 30 seconds when they were uh, showing all the buildings, like, looking up when that guy was yelling. That was really cool. I th gave oh, me high hopes for it. I had, by the way, I think all, all of the scenes with the original guy, Yeah. I thought they were all good. I thought they, like, nailed the fake documentary. Like, I've watched conspiracy documentaries that look worse than that. I thought that was, like, really good. Yeah, no, it was, it was really good shots at the beginning. But the whole Second Life thing, that was pretty funny. That was, like, his whole secret thing, like, yeah, I meet my other conspiracy people on the Second Life chat room. Yeah, don't, he should have been using the dark web. I know. And also, it was dumb that, like, when for their character, they would talk to, from, to the people, but then the other people would only type. They I should know. have typed, too. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. It's, like, not anonymous at all. And, uh, yeah, let's see. Oh, and they're like, people don't just disappear. It's like, uh, yeah, they do. Like, that's not that. Like, the, yeah, all of the logic stuff. I mean, it was classic, like, for setting this up, but I thought it was, like, really dumb. And, like, I don't know why they'd even care that much. 
Yeah, it was. Look, I'll just say I liked it. I liked it. I know. <laughs> let's see. What other what other tidbits do I have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just the same thing. Why would they even want to infiltrate? Like, they're not. Maybe for the sake of making a documentary, but that's like it. No, like, dude, he was hooked. He was hooked. He couldn't get away. He was like so, like he was so, like with the he was just. He became. I know, but that's like not a good reason. It's still dumb. Like the guy should have convinced him not to do it. I mean, like, what are you gonna gain? You find out, and then what? Well, that was the thing, and that's why there's. I think you can make an argument that uh, perhaps he was part of the, the scheme the whole time. The oh, yeah, that's what you were saying too. I don't think so, but maybe. That's why I like it. it and by, by the way, it's not. I, I'm I'm taking uh, the found footage. Um, there's a movie called. Cloverfield, that was an excellent found footage movie. Yeah, and, and oh, yeah was, no, that one's kind of newer too, right? Yeah, and then there's another one that I saw with, uh, oh crap, I forget. It was like superheroes. I don't know if you saw this. The kids, they get superhero powers. Oh yeah, I didn't see that one. I heard of it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's the guy from, uh, uh, whatchamacallit in it. That really Wait, helped you. The Friday movie, night. right? Not the British show. No, not the British show. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll get you the name. Um, it was uh, with the. Uh, oh crap! Now I'm trying to remember it. Oh, it's killing me. Double crap. Uh, I can't even. I don't even want to. I can't even. I can't even. I know. Right, anyway, it was like the kids get superpowers. It's, one of them holds a camera all the time, and it's a found footage yeah. movie. It's also very good. Did you watch? Um, did you watch? Uh, that other series, um, the one that was competing with Lost, Heroes. Oh uh, yeah, it went downhill fast. Yeah, I was I was an anti-Heroes. I was on the Lost side. It was kind of a competition. At the By the time. way, did you, did you know they're bringing back Heroes? I did not. Yeah, they're bringing it back dumb. for thirteen episodes. Is it going to be like the same people? Yeah, same people. Dumb. No, dude. All the, dude, Spock is in it now, man. What? Yeah, Spock. The new Spock or the old Spock? The new Spock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy's pretty cool. A lot of those people went on to do great things, so I think it's interesting to bring back the original cast. That is weird. So we're going to pick a movie? Yeah, so that cheerleader, she's on that show Nashville. She's a big hit now, too. I don't know who that is. As I said, I never saw the show. All right, well, whatever. So, anyway. All right, I already picked mine. All right, what did you do? Rotten Fresh? Rotten Tomatoes Fresh, yeah. Rotten Fresh. All right. Uh, me too. I don't know. I guess it looks maybe okay. You do yours. All right. Mine doesn't sound too bad. It's called Vengeance. Vengeance? Vengeance. Today, Costello, French music and film icon Johnny Halliday, I guess that's the actor, is a skilled chef. 20 years ago, he was a cold-blooded killer working for the mob. But when a horrific tragedy befalls the family of his daughter... Costello returns to his old ways, journeying from France to Hong Kong. Our culinary hero prepares to serve up revenge on a host of bad guys in this bloody tale from acclaimed director Johnny Toe. <laughs> yeah, I guess that sounds all right. I usually don't like the restaurant-based movies, but doesn't yeah. sound. No, it sounds like the only dish he's serving up is revenge. Yeah, but he's gonna be like a chef that like turns into a fighter or something. Oh, okay, well, anyways, mine is a. Uh... Popularity or something. 
It's in a romantic com it's in this romantic comedy set in the 1950s. A smooth-talking insurance agent is so impressed with his secretary's skills that he encourages her to enter the speed timing competition. He also invites her to live in his mansion, and romance slowly blooms. Oh, that's I don't know. After reading that, it doesn't sound as cool. What year, what year was that movie made? 2012. Uh, How long is your movie? 109 minutes. Oh, so they're like the same. I'm th I'm leaning toward Vengeance. Yeah, I guess. Do you like what's the, what's your Rotten Tomato amount? Do you like uh what is my Rotten Tomato? Uh, I don't see it on here. Mine's 73. I don't. It's not on here. How could that be? That's not Rotten Tomato Fresh if it doesn't have a Rotten Tomato Fresh. That's messed up. Just press the right button. I I can see it says back to Rotten Tomatoes Fresh. Hold on, I'm gonna look up what it is. Rotten Tomatoes Fresh. Um, what is yours? What was yours rated Rotten Tomatoes wise? Seventy-three percent. Okay. Netflix rating three point nine. Whoa, that's higher than this one. I, can, I guess, I mean, I could go either way. So this has no reviews. How could it be Rotten Tomatoes Fresh? <laughs> this has a not New York Times review. New York Times review. Oh, wait, this is a, apparently there's a lot of movies called Vengeance, so I take that oh. back. Yeah, I know, that's like not even a very good name. They need, they need better SEO. <laughs> they do. <laughs> uh, the New York Times review on this is the romantic comedy Populaire, the first feature by the French director... Regis Roinzard has an abundance of charm, much of it supplied by Deborah Fran Francis... Fran I don't know how to read that. A wide-eyed 26-year-old beauty who plays Rose, some other name, a budding blonde Cinderella from a town in Normandy. I don't know. I mean, it sounds kind of boring, but maybe cool style. Hold on, I'm... I think we should just go with yours, I guess. All right, let's just go with mine. It'll be more entertaining, probably. Uh, Here, it, the link, though. I'm going to put the link up. I'll send it to you. I'm trying to find this freaking... Uh, oh, 91. Nice. We're going to put the link in the... Fa I didn't even do that last... We got to uh, tweet the... We're going to tweet the link. That's what we'll do. There you go. I'll, I'll tweet it's it right everywhere. I should do it on Facebook, because then it tweets. Oh, man, you're just bossing me around right now. Auto-tweets. Just do it! Just do it, partly. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, uh, anything else you want to go over? Hmm. Let's see. What, did you have any other cool topics? No. What uh, the hell? This is the weirdest thing. Wait to, see, wait to see what this is. It, it's, that's not even the movie. What? Hmm. Hmm. Not even a movie. I don't know what I did there. And plus you posted it as yourself. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's not working right. So take that back. <laughs> but it's like, it's weird because it's not the, I don't even see it on here, so what happened? That movie is like, that movie is jacked. It is jacked. All right, yeah. so I think that's it. I think, thank you for watching. I think that is it too. Yeah, thanks. Thanks everyone. It was great to have you. We need, uh, like, a Mr. Rogers-type goodbye song. That's all I got. <laughs> Just, That's like, a Windows 95-esque noise. <laughs> <laughs>
right, well, this is Portland saying toodaloo. This is Fresher signing out. Woo! Oh!